God, for just giving me an opportunity to stand before your beautiful queens and kings of the nation that God has birthed in you for somebody else. I want to encourage you that you're in the right place at the right time. I want to encourage you and thank you for being bold enough to be part of an event like this. As you see in society right now that they're making a mockery of a lot of things that God created that was good. He said it was good. He created man and woman in his image. And because of that, he said it's good. He blessed them and commanded them to go, be fruitful and multiply and have dominion in the earth. He didn't say have dominion over each other. He said have dominion in the earth. And what has happened is the enemy, the wicked one who's called the devil, has came to seduce and deceive the whole world. Now we are being called out. As each one of us are sitting here, you have been called out to play a major part in the earth to help somebody to come out from under the hand of the enemy. That's right. You. You are powerful because you're here tonight. You're powerful because you took hold of your life. You took your life back. It don't matter if you came out thriving or you're still in it. When you leave here tonight, I'm praying that you have picked up something that gave you give you courage to move forward. I'm Dr. Danielle Irvin, better known as Dr. D, Sister Danny, but to everybody, I always say I am the ambassador for Christ. I'm God's handmaiden. And you're looking at somebody that have not only survived but thriving after being in the midst of this horrific behavior. Domestic violence is a behavior that is not only done, but it was learned and it's been done too. So whoever the abuser are, I'm not trying to take light of nobody, but they was abused themselves in some type of way. And it comes from the childhood. It become, we become the abuser or the abusee. Now, on, on my part, I was both. I was abused and became an abuser. Because when you sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired, hey, guess what? You're going to fight back. And sometimes they'll caution. And what really, really, really concerns me now that all this information is out that women still stay in situations of the abuse. Men still stay in the situation. Why? See, back then we didn't know that it was called abuse. We were just trying to keep our family together. I don't know about you, but I know me. Hey, and the thing about it, I was in a marriage both, Both of my, of my marriage, marriage was, was domestic. domestic. So, so that, that was, was really a really, really concern for me because I'm a young woman trying to do the right thing, get saved in the church, 
married somebody that brought me to church, introduced me to the church, which I wasn't in love with the church, though. I was in love with Jesus. Come on, somebody. Hello. I fell in love with God. So I started seeing things, and I'm like, wait, stop being really right here. You ain't supposed to be talking to me like this. I'm your wife. You ain't supposed to be just walking by, pushing me and punching me in the back of my head because you feel like you own me. We don't own nothing. With the love that we're supposed to have in our heart towards one another into the Father above. So when that progression kept going on and on and on, and the more I kept seeking God and praying, I'm like, nah, this too, this, this ain't, this ain't working. Something ain't right here. Two things that I began to see that um, the first marriage, when I saw my ex-husband, parent, almost 60 years old, fighting like cats and dogs. I said, oh, no, I'm not going to be 60-something years old going through this. Now, I'm already in the seven, maybe eight year of the marriage. You know what? Right then, I gave up. I said, you know what? I ain't fighting for this no more. I'm not fighting for this marriage no more. I'm not going to be like that 40 years from now, still fighting, still fussing. For what? So right there, I didn't care anymore. My heart just shut down towards my ex-husband. And God delivered me. I didn't do anything. God delivered me on that one. Now the second one, oh yeah, the devil had a plan. But God is the ultimate planner. Glory to God. And this one here literally almost took me down. Took me down to the point that I didn't care anymore that I even attacked the police officers. See, see, ladies, you have to understand. Men, you have to understand. But I'm talking mostly to the ladies because, see, we can, we strong. God equipped us like this because we have to carry life in us. We are the producers of life. So the enemy going to always bring something along to suck out your life source, your energy, your oxygen, the very love that God put in you, the nurturing, the encouraging. How am I going to encourage you when I'm going through something and I'm trying to... <laughs> so with all that said, so I can keep my time, time limit, when my, my daughter, daughter came in that kitchen with that knife, wanted to kill my ex-husband, second ex-husband, who's not in the lane of the living anymore, that woke me up and said, oh, wait a minute. See, when we tolerate stuff, ladies, you got to think about your children. I know we're trying to keep a man, trying to keep the marriage together, and I'm not trying to be hard on nobody, but I'm letting you know that's what woke me up. That's what really, not the punches, the black eyes, the crooked, my jawbone, uh, my teeth knocked out, you know, six stitches in my head, my back all bruised, my shoulders, I get kicked, you know, uh, get marriage raped. You know what I'm saying? 
They want to fight and abuse you, cause you all out your name, then they want to get in the bed and sex you. Come on now. That wasn't it. What did it for me was when I saw my child. And my child don't deserve to have be in prison killing somebody that I had the opportunity to stop it. Come on, I'm talking. I'm not going to love this person more than loving myself part of me. That's part of me. Your child is your, your legacy. So that woke me up. And then 19 years later, last year we was talking, not only that she was going to kill him, she was going to kill herself because she couldn't understand how we go to church and come home and see her mother being harassed and beat on and cursed on. And she see her mother cleaning the house, cooking, you know, trying to do all that she can to maintain the house and maintain this man. That in return, beating her mama, fighting her mama. So three things I'm going to leave you ladies with. Number one, you have to identify the signs. Like I said back then, we were just trying to keep our family together. You know what I'm saying? But now, all the awareness that is happening in the world in the signs, the behavior mechanisms that happen, they're all nice. I mean, the very professional, clean-cut man lovey-dovey out in the public, everybody think he's, oh, that's the best girl, you got it going on. He works, he got a good job, y'all got a good house or whatever, but they don't know the hell that you deal with when you go home. Especially spiritual abuse from pastors and leaders and teachers and government officials abuse their women behind closed doors and then we gotta make up and look like, oh, everything is so hunky-dory. You have to be that trophy of wife. But when you get home, you got to be the punching bag. The devil is a lie. So you got to identify the signs. When you start identifying the signs, start praying to get, ask God to give you wisdom because he will give you wisdom how to deal with that situation and how to come out of that situation. Next, you got to prepare to leave the situation. Get with somebody that you can trust. Have that friend, that leader, that counselor. Get with someone, ladies. You got to tell somebody else you need a witness, a follow report. You have to prepare yourself. You can't just, after it's all over, and then when your pressure comes and you kill a person, because normally that you're going to get killed or you're going to kill him or her. And if you don't have nothing documented that this person been doing this all this time, it's going to be really hard to say it's self-defense. You're going to serve some time. And the way that the, the, the system is now, man, especially for us people of color, <laughs> you, you, you better prepare yourself. And thirdly, start believing in yourself. Learn to love yourself. How to love yourself? You have to get in there and start experiencing God's love. Start allowing the Spirit of God to come in and mend that broken heart. 
because you're only subjecting yourself to that type of behavior because you lack love. You lack that father love, that father guidance. Yes. Rejection came into your life at the beginning of your life, some kind of way. And the Holy Spirit is there. If you don't know nothing about the Holy Spirit, uh, please go check out my Save Zone broadcast on anchor.fm slash Save Zone broadcast. We'll teach you and show you all the things that you need to begin to work on. If you go to a fellowship, start reading the word and asking God to give you clarity of the word where you are in your life right now. And ask God to come there and say, Lord, talk to me. Take your time. Go and walk. I always tell uh, my, my subscribers on on the Boom Factor radio show, look, go out into the elements of the world. Take a walk in a park. Enjoy the breeze and the nature. Look at the trees. Listen to the birds. Ask the Holy Spirit to talk to you. Show you what you need to do. And he'll do it. So I want to encourage all of you. First of all, those that have come here, you have taken a stand. You represent because you care. Your heart. This is your assignment. Ask God to help you. What part, what, what niche that you have that can be able to save somebody's life? A woman, a man, a child. Secondly, those that have come out that have survived this violent behavior. Ask God to show you what your assignment is to go back and reach out to someone because now he has you thriving. Now it's time for you to go back. Get involved in events like this. And thirdly, those that are sitting out there because I feel the power of God pulling, and I know some of you are in here right now dealing with some type of abuse. Abuse come in all forms. Emotionally, verbally, physically, spiritually, friendship-wise, on your job, even from your own children. I've seen children abuse parents. What the what? The what? Yes. Identify. And when you see it, believe it. When you see it, believe it. In the words of Maya, Maya Angelou, when they show you who they are, believe them. Young people, single women, when you're dating, Recognize the sign. Don't let no man, no boy, no young man just grab your hands and jerk you around. He's not supposed to be putting his hand around your neck tightly to make you kiss him. You know, he's not supposed to force himself on you. He's not supposed to curse you and make and demean you. You want somebody around you that's gonna build you up, that's gonna not not say be a yes person, but this person you're gonna know in your spirit, in your gut feeling. All right? Not in a oh he made me walk his butterflies. But then he cursing you out. Really? Is that really butterfly? Or that's your gut feeling screaming, Walk, run Get away <laughs> Don't Neglect the warning sign. Well, my time is up. I'm Danielle. Hey, I love you guys. Hats off to Gwendolyn Davis for this awesome, awesome 
um, project that she's doing. Y'all network with her. To all the other speakers, to my thrivers, my survivors. Hey, my hat's off to you. I love you. And guess what? Boffins is not from God. Towards one another. We're supposed to be violent against the devil. The kingdom of God suffers violence. But the violent take it back by force into being this event today. You are taking back your life. I love you. God bless you. Stay connected. Amen. Because you are the giver of all gifts. And we thank you for the gifts that are in this place. We thank you, Lord God, because we know that everything that you do is perfect. And so, God, we thank you that you're going to do some perfect things in this place on tonight. That you're going to heal in some places. You're going to mend in some places. You're going to connect in some places. And we thank you, Lord God, that you're touching each model that you're touching each designer, you're touching each participant at this event on tonight. And we just give you glory and we do give you praise in Jesus' name. Come on, clap your hands. Amen. Amen. you can do better than that. Amen. I am going to introduce um, another young lady. Her name is Donya Irving, and she is going to introduce her, min her ministry. Praise the Lord. Hi, everybody. Join us. Hallelujah. All right, so I see y'all going to make me do it. Y'all going to make me do it. Don't mess around. Hi, everybody. Join us. Glad to see you. Glory to God. Well, my name is Dr. Daniel Irvin, and I am here to represent the thrivers that have encountered this horrific behavior. First, we just want to give honor to God. And that's give applause to the Father of us being here. Amen? Come on, we should be happy that because God is good. Amen? Looking at this morning, starting in the morning over there, you can breathe, you have eyes to see, legs to walk, hands to touch and feel. Amen? Let's give Gwendolyn Davis a hand for taking the opportunity to put this event together. Amen? You know, when we do the gifts, it's not always going to be the way we want it to be, right? You know, so we have to bear, you know, and just, just say, Lord, help. Amen. But I'm here just to share a few things that I am a uh, domestic violence thriver. And out of that, God blessed me with my four children to come out alive. All right? And so tonight, we'll be representing, and you'll be seeing some awesome designs that represent a lot of issues that women and men have to encounter in this horrific thing they call domestic violence. You know, um, in the society today, they have taken a lot of things out of content. And I just want to encourage you all, that everybody that's in here, you represent somebody. You have a passion for this organization. You have a passion for change, right? And you have a passion. You know somebody, or you in it, or you came out of it. You would be here, not just to support the event, 
but to show that, hey, I am sick and tired of sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired, amen? And so that's where I came to the point where, you know what? I was in two marriages, okay, two marriages, and both of them was violent. The first one, it was like, what woke me up was when we went visit my ex-husband's uh, mother and father, and it was literally fighting. 60 years old, fighting. And I saw myself 40 years later, like, oh no, I'm not gonna live like this. What is this? What is this, Lord? Is this gonna be my life? Okay? Then the second marriage was really, really the takedown from the enemy. And what I mean by that, to the point where my child literally came in the kitchen with a knife and wanted to kill my ex-husband, who's not with the land of the living. So that's what woke me up. It woke me up to say, wait a minute, God, this, this, this is not right. And found out 19 years later, last year, that she said, Mom, not only did I want to kill him, I was going to kill myself. So right then and there, I had to make a decision. This is not the right behavior. Something's not right with this marriage. Something's not right with this, something's not right. And we in church. That's another horrific thing. This is a leader in a church. So we go to church and we coming back, then I gotta deal with the smack. So what I wanna do, I wanna just share with you in the few minutes that I have, the three things that as young people, young ladies, can we be all into these young boys or whatever, and we allow them to pull our hair and jerk our arms and put their hands around your neck and force you to kiss them and you allow them to touch all over you. That's the first signs of abuse. Adults, same thing. Control. They have a new word for it now, narcissists. Have to control everything about what they want you to do. So that's what really, really woke me up. Um, so the three areas which you want me to go through the way, come first and not come back. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. okay. So I'll come back and explain the three things so you can identify if you need abuse, you need out of abuse, and how you get out of it. Okay. All right, so we're going to welcome the children. So come on in. Let's hit the music. Let's rock and roll. Come on, y'all. Let's loud it up. Let's hit the music.
All right, so we need to be supportive. Yes. These models are here. We are stumping out violence. The point is put on an awesome show, and we are about to get the night started. Yes. I am your host, yes. Christy, and I am super duper excited, and y'all are excited. Cover up. 
the abuse. So that's what the two, the twist says. They are modern clothes, but also displaying the form of abuse that is being betrayed. Another young lady, she has a fitted dress with stilettos wrapped up to her, I guess her ankles. And um, let's see when she turn around. It has like a royal blue stripe. Okay. Now we have another full figure, beautiful young lady in purple. Bridges at the wrist. Gorgeous. With maybe one inch heels. And I really can't see what type of abuse she is representing. I don't see nothing on her face. Uh, maybe she's representing a family member. But that's the whole model. Okay. Okay, so now we have another young, beautiful lady that's coming in. Uh, her hair is like all over, like she just came out of a battle with the abuser. With purple shoes on, a wrap dress with a V in the back. Gorgeous. Uh, just think about it. Anyone out there that participated in abuse. You know, you're just all over the place. And then you gotta make yourself up. Another young lady, she has a beautiful white dress on. One sleeve off the shoulders with flats. If you really want to see the show, I'm on Facebook Live. At Facebook.com slash by the blood, you can actually see it now. And praise the Lord. Okay, that was sorry about that. That was Ashley Stewart. Let's give him another round of applause. Woo! Okay. Awesome, awesome. At this time, we want to uh, play a short video. Bear with us one second. We're just trying to get the video up and running. Trying to get it in the bag. 
We got it. It's coming. In the meantime, I would like to take time to give tribute to one of our thanks to one of our sponsors, uh, the Naomi Center. Uh, the Naomi Center is a nonprofit uh, Christian centered faith based uh, re entry program and transitional housing facility that is dedicated uh, to meeting the needs of homeless women. Their purpose with the their purpose with the help of community partners and donors is to transform, restore lives of women in transition. Okay, by providing education and spiritual guidance. That's the Naomi Center. Let's give them a hand, please. Okay, while we're working on that, I'm going to... Uh, Give tribute to another sponsor. The sponsor is the Barrington, the model. And uh, he actually happens to be here today. And FYI, he did sponsor our banner, uh, but they didn't ship it out to us in time, so we couldn't have the nice red carpet banner here today. But we still want to give them thanks. Uh, Barrington, the model, is the son of a military vet and educator and brother to a future teacher and physical therapist. Barrington, the model, is a six foot four, versatile model and writer with the heart of Cupid that bleeds the ink of love and a mind of creativity. Born in Germany on August the 29th, 1987, Barrington, the model, was raised in Virginia and Alabama and quickly became known in a world filled with dreams. Through his passion, though his passion is acting and writing, Barrington the, Barrington the model graduated with a degree in social science from Troy University and is a master at bringing life into his world. Since moving to Alabama in, in 2015, he continues to impress his audience with detail and precise thoughts. He is the author of many poetry pieces such as Games, Easy Way or Hard, You Choose, how Does It Feel, Who Pumps Your Heart, and self-acclaimed poetry series, Love Letters, where style meets thought of the unknown into a world of creativity and adventure, bringing you ways to expand your conscience. Let's give Barrington the bottle a big hand clap. Thank you so much for sponsoring our band. That's Barrington right there. Okay, uh, let's see. So what we're gonna do, I, I don't know, we're having a, a difficult time getting the, the video up. Try one of the other ones, see what happens. Try the one down here. Right here? Yeah. Okay, so what we're gonna probably do is get help. Okay, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go ahead and go with the next, uh, Design. We're actually having a difficult time trying to get the videos up. What it was is a video that talks about domestic violence, and it actually comes from a male standpoint. Uh, and because we can't get the video up right now, we're going to go ahead and have uh, our next speaker come. Our next speaker is a young man by the name of Derek 
let's see, what is Derek's last name? Derek Jackson. Derek uh, actually told me his story a little bit this morning about being in a domestic violence relationship. And it's kind of funny because, you know, we don't think men are victims of domestic violence, but they are. So what I want to do is go ahead and uh, have Derek come up to the podium.
I started going back to church, but I only went to the church that she wanted me to go to, and then I wasn't allowed to sit with her because <laughs> she didn't want people in her church going, and she was dating me without getting married. So I sat in the back of the church, and then I picked her up. Not at the church, but like in the middle of the street, like near the church, I would pick her up. And I went through all of this as a 30, uh, 37 year old black man, you know, who should know better by now. It didn't occur to me from the smacking and the verbals and to the point her 21 year old son disrespected me and I just said, hey, it's gonna be okay, you know, he's just a kid, you know, it's gonna be all right. Put a pistol in my face, it's gonna be okay. It didn't affect me until I was sitting in an ambulance with 17 slaves. Yes, Lord. I ain't never been in an ambulance for nothing. And I got 17 staples and seven stitches, and, and I got my head all wrapped up. And I'm smiling because she's actually sitting there with me. I'm smiling like, man, it's, it's going to be okay. And the ambulance driver was like, uh, well, we can't let her ride with you, so we're going to ride you by ourselves. And during this commute to the ambulance to the hospital, the man just kept saying, like, how long are you going to do this? Hmm. How long are you going to accept this? So I got there, and they stapled me up, and they stitched me up, and I called my mama. And she just said, come on home. And I went home to my mother and realized the woman who was holding me back, as you know, my girl told me, your mom told me back. My mother was asking this before. And my mother told me, don't, don't go back over there because it's going to hinder you. This all happened in Indianapolis, Indiana. The only way you can really get away from this lady is I thought, you know, where do you Y'all run. I ain't never had to run. The only way for you to get away from this lady is I was 1,200 miles. I had to move 1,200 miles, and then got away and thought I'm past all this domestic violence, physical abuse, only to log on. We 40, 35, 50. I'm 40. I logged on to Facebook. These young kids on Facebook. I logged on Facebook and got a script of abuse. She abused me from 1,200 miles on Facebook. She tagged people. I had to learn that abuse isn't just physical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She went on Facebook and she tagged all this stuff about me that no one else knew about. My criminal history, my past. And she belittled me in front of everybody. And then she tagged all my families and friends and then tagged all their families and friends so everybody can see me. And from that one post that was about, we'll say six cell phones long, you go by the size of the screen, that one post, I lost half my family. Most of the friends I had, and everybody else was supposed to be in my corner. When it get cold outside and rain, back my age, it reminds me mm-hmm. why I had to take back there. You know? My Lord. When I shaved my head, I got this long, ugly scar back there. I'm like, man, what's that? When I got a real good girl, she rubbed my head like, hey, what is this right here? I got to tell the story about this woman. Who yes. Me. Jesus. Okay? It took me 40 years. I'm going to say 20, so I've been dating for about 20 years. So it took me 20 years to finally find my own two feet, finally find my own spine, yeah. I was I was weak. And then Takes a while to restore yourself. I yes, Lord. I want you to stop looking for somebody. I want you to stop looking for somebody that's going to build you up to break you down. And I'll put somebody in front of you. And through her, I'm going to give you strength to move forward. I'm going to give you strength to speak. Because I'll be honest, two hours ago, three hours ago, I was literally sitting in my room about to watch my girl go do her thing. And I sent a text message out and said, hey, I just want to watch her. And the sister came back and said, can you do me very can you speak? And whatever else you can do, you can do here. So I'm a grown man who knows that domestic violence just ain't women as big. That's right. There are a lot of men out here who go through 
something, but because we men, we don't want to speak on it because it makes us weak. But we only weak because we accept what's going on through our lives. We accept and say, well, you know what? We're going to make it to the next step. I'm going to get past this because she loves me. If you're a man going through something and think she loves you, you're going to keep breaking yourself down. You can't move forward until you open your eyes and realize if she's not treating me like I'm treating her, this ain't the treatment I want. That's right. As a man speaking to women, as a woman listening to the men, God have to understand that what you want is what you put out. If he's not giving you, if she's not giving you what you put out, that should be what you want. If you have to change your status quo, or they say go on Facebook and change your, your page, if you have to change the page of your life, the status quo of your life to fit this person, if you have to rewrite your book that you've been writing your whole 20, yes. 30 years, 15, 16 years, and you have to take them pages out and rewrite the book to fit this person, that ain't the person for Come you. on now. Come on. Come on. Come on. Read your book and add to your book without telling you, you got to edit this right here. I don't like that. Take that out. Acceptance of your life is what someone's going to do Yes, come on now. That's what I'm talking about. I say this to to the grown folks, to the youth. If you're a young female, 14, 15 years old, I'm going to But if you're 14, 15, 16, 17 years old, and you got a high school boyfriend, a junior high boyfriend, and he's adjusting you, you ain't got to go home to your parents right now. You ain't got to do that. You ain't got to call your mom right now. You ain't got to do that. That person right there probably ain't going to make it to the end of the semester. And if he stay there long enough, he's still putting hands on you. You scared to tell your daddy, scared to tell your big brother, scared to tell your cousin, daddy, what That's you not what do. you, that's it. First thing you gotta do is speak out. If you can't speak out to that person, you need to just cut the ties. Lock, delete. See, there's a call waiting. Y'all good? Yep. All right. Uh, first of all, give him a hand for having the courage to tell And for standing on your own two feet and for having having the faith in God. Won't he do it? Yeah. Some people don't allow him to do it. Some people don't get out. So you gotta have to tell the story. So hopefully this story will prevent it from happening from somebody else. And abuse is not just for women. It don't just happen to women. No, the prime example right there. And abuse is not just physical. The abuser uses the art of manipulation to make you yes. think that you need them. Yeah. But that's not how our God works. Amen. That's not how we operate. And so what we have to start doing is we have to start loving ourselves. And when we love ourselves and we start treating ourselves how we want to be treated, we won't accept anything less than. So I suggest that when you get to the house or when you get to the car, you look in the mirror, put your visor down, because I do it all the time, and you tell yourself how amazing you are, how awesome you are, how you're not going to accept less than, and you gotta believe it, okay? There's a lot of us walking around here with some scars that folks don't even know about. That's right. All right, so we wanted to end. We want to end it. Yes. Tonight. We want to expose it. Tonight. Yes. So this is this event is much much needed. So give them a hand again, guys. Okay, so now we're gonna have the next designer. It is Deveria Greenwood Design.
What's up, what's up, what's up? This is Dr. D with the Boom Factor. We're about to um, hear a dramatic scene of abuse in action. If you have it up, you have the song up. Mm-hmm. Let's put a microphone to it. Can you get it? What's the name of it?
still patient during the technical difficulties. You know when you have an event or when something is so perfect, that's what the enemy likes to do. Like to come in and start confusion and then teach you all around us and stuff like that. So we appreciate your patience. We are about to go to intermission, but before we go to intermission, um, I have a little note to read. Come by the energy table and register to win a Visa or Starbucks gift card. Must be at least 20, no, must be at least 18 years old to register. Where's the Amber table? Okay, and this will just give you a moment. Intermission is not gonna be that long. It just gives you a moment to go by and look at the vendor tables and purchase some items, okay? So don't leave because the show is almost over, all right? Give yourselves a hand for staying. Give the show a hand. All right, we'll see you later. Dr. D with the Boom Factor, and this is the post version of this event that I went to. Uh, I'm gonna just be honest with you, I was very disappointed. Um, the, I don't know if you guys can hear me because I got my head wrapped. First of all, I'm downtown and I'm lost. The train stopped working at 8 30. I don't understand that. They put the sign out. Uh, no train rail. But they keep announcing that the train was coming. Um, that was very interesting. So I'm trying to find the street, the bus that I really wanted to get on. I'm not able to locate the street. I hate coming down here because it's like a maze. You feel like a rat in the maze trap when you come down here. And um, you really have to know where you're going. Um, second of all, this event was being, okay, so that's a bus, but I know that's not my bus. 
they got the 82 here, but this 82 takes forever. And I think they got one coming now. So preferably it's an 82. Okay. Um, so let me see. I had the individual on my radio community conversation, I think in February when we was talking about this. And um, in the midst of getting it all together, we was back and forth. Um, I supported the person, you know what I'm saying, the best that I knew how. I sent a donation. And um, she emailed me and said, oh, you know, I would like for you to be my guest speaker. I was like, whoa, okay, thank you. I appreciate it. God bless you. Yes, okay, I can do that. All right, you guys. Had the flyer. I got the flyer. I put it on Facebook. <laughs> Me as the guest speaker, and they had another gentleman that was going to be on. Look at the train right there. What they talking about? The train don't work. Oh, my gosh. That go the train right there, and they said the train don't work. Oh, my Lord. Man. And what bus is this? Oh, my gosh. I'm not going to make it. This is just unbelievable. I am not doing this again. I'm sorry. And my Lord, my honey bun, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I, I'm not. You have to show me. Um, you're going to have to really celebrate who I am so you can see that you can count on me. All right? The people that you counted on that you say that, oh, there was more influential because you are striving to do something, they didn't even show up. They didn't even give you the courtesy and, and tell you. It's just a message. On the other hand, I'm here. I'm faithful and I'm dedicated. I'm on the bus, all right? Leaving work to come to work. I mean, got to go back to work. Because I'm faithful to my word. Y'all see what I'm talking about? This is what I'm talking about. This is what I be ranting about. People are so used to people not being faithful and dedicated to them when they have somebody that's dedicated and faithful to them. They treat them like they're nothing. I really felt, this is how I really feel. I feel like I was invisible. But yet, I'm filming. As y'all see, Facebook Live, y'all heard on the on the Boom Factor radio show, I, 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 I recorded, I took pictures. Everybody that she needed to do something did not show up but me, but I'm standing outside trying to catch the bus. Think about it, honey. But yet you ranting to me about this one and that one, this one, and your faithful one that, that's supporting you, and not only supporting you, look, you guys, she tells me that they have never even experienced domestic violence. I didn't been in it with two marriages. Some of the scenes touched my heart. I felt teared up because I saw myself, okay? And you got people just trying to get on the scene to showboat. 
They come in there dressed like they going to a ball. What, what the, what the, what the, what the? I'm, I'm confused. I mean, I look decent, but, you know, this is people from a women's shelter. How you think that made them feel? You see what I'm talking about? This is what Dr. D was be talking about. Just what, what, just what happened tonight. This is what I'm talking about. And it's misting, raining. I don't even have an umbrella. Where you going? Oh, I have to go to work. You know, I can get you clothes. Okay, if I had somebody that came out to help me and was doing everything I asked them to do, I wouldn't even say that. I'm like, look, where you got to go? I'm going to bring you all the way there. That's what I would have done. But as I say, everybody don't have my heart. Everybody don't have my heart, but yet they, they, they ranting. You ranting, you ranting in the car, honey. You ranting to me about the people that you say that was your friends and what they did to you, but in the same token, look what you just did to somebody that's really a true friend to you that's sitting in your car. Y'all, you, you, you hear me? I pray you hear me good, honey. Call me, I want you to call me. Cause this is going global. This, you wrong. You was wrong. But, hey, I forgive you and I love you because I see what you're trying to do. I see your heart. That's why I'm, I'm supporting you. And I'm saying it again now because I was saying it in the car. She wasn't even, you wasn't even listening to me. You know, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But so, you were so stuck on what they did. I'm trying to tell you what you're doing to me and you, you, Still telling me what they did to you. But I'm here. I was there. <laughs> so see, y'all see how that get twisted up, you guys? See how that get twisted up? We're blinded by our own perception on how things supposed to be and how we want it. And we're not seeing face value. And like my pastor teaching us, Hey, we're not going to be dealing with people that's going to tolerate you. And then, going to now she, you know, you did say you appreciate. I know you always faithful. You always there. But see, that's the problem. Because you know I'm faithful and because I'm always there, you chose not to acknowledge me. You didn't even allow me to even finish. I would just did like a little hello introduction. Just cut me off in the middle of what I was saying tonight. Then the other one took my notes. Y'all, guess what? The lady took my notes. I know she took my notes because then when she got the mic, the one that was all dressed up and stuff, she got the mic, she was saying some stuff, and I know she got it off my notes. But I got a copy. Look at another train. Oh, my word. This is this is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. Um, now, see, that was the enemy there. They put the no trail sign up there. And I don't want to leave here. And then that's the last one leaving out for real. And then the other bus, what time it is? I don't even know if the other bus is going to make it. So I'm going to have to stay here. At least I know the 82 going to go all the way down to the Gessner. And I can get off at the Gessner. And I'm closer to my office. And then I can leave this and change my clothes. And then I can go to work. So we, we, I'm in a position in my life right now 
oh yeah, I want you to go. No, I don't. I don't think so. Then you got quiet when I said, nah, I don't think so. I appreciate it. Oh, look, the lasagna is good. She has some food. And other people, she was upset because they took all the food. And the people that really should have ate the food wasn't able to get anything to eat. I'm telling y'all, it's a strange, it's strange, it's strange, strange out here. I hope this will eat it too. No. A 32. I don't know nobody a 32. Wow. So these are the different things that I be pointing out when I be talking. This is this good example of what Dr. D was talking about, you guys. It's like we have a veil. We have our own way of thinking about stuff, I guess. You know what I'm saying? that sometimes we miss our blessings and be right before you. Now, I'll, I'll flip the script. If that was me, I would say, you know what? You know what, D? This is what we're going to do. I'm, this is the, then this was her first one and, and everything. She had stuff lined up, but it was just all out of order because everybody just was trying to showboat. Trying to, how are you trying to showboat? For a women's shelter, domestic violence issue. I mean, we supposed to be trying to do th- do something to encourage the ladies, right? I didn't even like the young man spoke that he spoke. He was good because he was sharing about on the men's side how the man could be abused. Okay, but you didn't give no steps, no encouragement, uh, how to um, the the the. Um, Identifiers. Thank God I did the recording earlier. I don't know what ha- I don't know what happened with that. I didn't even see that on the clip. Matter of fact, I saw everybody else picture up on the board, and I didn't see mine. I didn't see my logo. I didn't see nothing. I'm gonna text her that too. I ain't even talked about that, but I just noticed it just standing out here. You had I sponsored you, so I wasn't a sponsor. <laughs> I sponsored you when you first started. Come on, honey. Wow, this is something. But hey, another lesson learned. Another lesson learned. But if that was me, I say, you know what? Would you mind working with me for next year? You already approved yourself. You here? And not only that, you hear you're on a bus and you came from work to help me with my project? Okay, no. I, no. Would you mind working with me? And I'm not worrying about nobody else. I don't care what they have, what status. And don't you think that, um, it's like when she sent me the text, I said, well, I thought I was the guest speaker. That was like two weeks ago when I found out I wasn't because I saw the lady picture. And she was like, well, no, she have a book out, and she more influ- she more influenced, and she know how to talk to the... Oh, really? So I don't? I- I'm an author. I have my book. You know? It's, you, y'all see what I'm talking about? And the very one that you was depending on didn't even show up. Didn't even have the destiny to call you. They had somebody else to give you a message. Wow. So I pray if you are listening that you hear me out 
And you hear me out with the right spirit because um, I, that was not really kosher. And it, and it, 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 it kind of like put a bitter taste in my mouth. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I won't be able to do this next year. I mean, God really going to have to stay all right. A, B, C, D. Look, another train. Yo, I'm about to scream. Uh, that's what I really need to catch the train. They talk about the train wasn't working. Because <laughs> this 82 going to take forever. I wonder, and I don't even know if I'm at the right spot to get the train. Because that might be going... I don't even know which way I am. I think I was on that side going, I need to go north. I think that's going south. I'm telling y'all, it's, it's some, I mean, we gotta do better. We really gotta do better with each other. This is what I be talking about. This is just, this is what I be talking about. This is just so crazy. It's None of them bites of dust, y'all. That's all I can say. None of them bites of dust. What else? What else can you do? It's a learning experience. You know, something that's so serious and positive. And everybody's in it for themselves. And I know she had to honor the sponsors, but guess what? My logo should have been up there, too, with my picture. But another one bites it does. Can't do it. Free tour. Oh man, I should get on that. So y'all did y'all was able to um y'all was y'all able to um hear a few things on the Facebook, you was able to see the models. I'm gonna take the link and put it on the description through the anchor feed. And hey, I'm on my job, y'all. I'm trying to do the best that I can with what I have. I'm trying to be faithful. Lord Jesus, you see, I'm trying to be faithful, Lord. You know. But you, oh, I'm so glad you came. Guess what? My guest speaker ain't here. Oh, well, really? Yes, I. Yes, your guest speaker is here. I was the guest speaker. In the beginning, right? So, yeah, I am here. <laughs> and she gave me that look like, you know, and I just left it like that. Yeah, you gave me that look, Gwen. You gave me that look. So, all right. All right, Boom family. I'm trying to avoid from calling the lift, but I think I'm going to have to. My Uber wasn't acting right, so that made me have to call my pastor to get first lady to come and pick me to even bring me down here. Y'all see what I'm talking about? Now, I don't know what's up with the Uber. The Uber app was tripping. Somebody couldn't accept my payment. It was PayPal. And I got money in PayPal. What is y'all talking about? Y'all couldn't accept my payment. So I sent them a request. I tried to call a 1-800 number. They said that was just for drivers. So then I seen what they read. They sent me a, a response back. Um, what error that the system gave you? I said, don't worry about it now. Thank you for causing me to be late to my event. I've already set up a lift account. God bless you. So there's so many worries. I'm not dealing with y'all no more. Because my stuff, they update the app. 
And I pray this is an 82. Thank you, Jesus. Because it's cold out here. It is cold. So I'll just catch this one and get the Gessner. And uh, I'll probably stop giving me something to eat and go home. Well, you know, go to the office. You know, that's my home. I'm just tired. I'm going to text her. And I don't even feel like going to the job. The job, I'm just sitting there. So long. They love to pass you up. Jesus. Nice and warm in here. Yes, thank you, Lord. Please stretch out. It's just crazy. Unbelievable. Oh. But then everybody liked it, my stand. Oh, you got the stand. That is so professional. Where do you get your stand from? You got your iPad. I'm like, I'm just looking like honest with y'all I was like get out my face y'all so phony I hate phony people I hate phony women just phony perpetrating everybody hogging the mic I'm like please I'm glad I bought my skull, but I ain't got my coat, y'all. I went and got my coat. Because I knew that weather was going to change. The children was real good. So I'm going to look at the Facebook stuff now. And I'm going to look at the pictures and see what pictures I took. So I'm going to holler at y'all later, okay? I'm sorry if it sounded like I was fussing, but, man, I don't like to be lost. I really don't like coming down here in this little district without knowing where I'm going if I'm not in a car on foot. Oh my God. And yeah, that's a little train right there. They, they, put, they put the little trail sign talking about clothes. Oh, 